Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise podcast. Today is our third installment of a master's edition and um, my dear friend, I don't mean to always interview my friends, but my dear friend Kathy Montalvo has agreed to be interviewed for this segment and I am very grateful to her for that. And um, yes, we we started off talking because we are good friends and she stayed, she and Orly have stayed up here at my place in San Antonio a handful of times and they know my, they are familiar with my cats, especially Hazel, who's the kind of long haired fluffy one who's about four years old and just a character Um, and adores both of them, but especially knows, he especially adores Orly and really will feign uh, disdain for Hazel, but we we know deep down that he loves Hazel. And Hazel is a boy, by the way, but that's a long story. <laughs> but anyway, we spent like the first couple of minutes talking about that. And uh, yeah, so anyway, just so you know, that's where that's coming from. Um, but yeah, Kathy's a, a really accomplished runner, um, especially for someone who hasn't, who has not been running for a very long time. Um, she has never quit a race. She is, um, she's pretty fast and she's very, very determined. And I, I think that's the, the big thing I admire about her. And she's just one of those people that's just toughs it out and, and sticks with it and does not quit. And I really appreciate that about her. And she's kind of a role model for me, even though she's younger than me. Um, Anyway, so here's my interview with Kathy Montavo. All right. Well, here we are. I'm recording actually in the the room that you guys usually stay in, the, the back bedroom or front bedroom, I guess. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm hoping it's, I don't know. I mean, when I go out um, in the living room, when I usually record out there, because um, that's usually where I do my meetings, and God, this is so weird, but anyway, um, I have my wind chimes because I have my front door open because <clears throat> somebody named Hazel seems to like to sit by the front door and <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then he has this thing where he climbs up the screen and he gets almost all the way to the top and then he just jumps down and it's like really do you have to do that you know oh <laughs> well, he's yeah I mean it's cute but it's like oh lord and he's just he gets really wild <laughs> he just gets really wild in the mornings it's like you know, he'll just, I don't know if he's done this when you guys were there, but like he will stand in the middle of the, you know, living room floor and just spontaneously just jump in the air, you know, and it's like, <laughs> I know he, he loves to jump on the table. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. And he, he, he also has a thing, actually both of them like this. They like to ricochet off of furniture. So like they, <laughs> they'll get on there and they'll just like rebound off <laughs> the, uh, um, couch or the chairs. So yeah, so I have a pair of jumpers. Oh, for God's sake. And now they're both okay. coming in here. Oh, and, and they're, uh, I miss my cat Aww. when I was younger. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> Lord knows we've got a bunch of them up here that probably were just recently born. You probably don't want them though, because they're all kind of, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we had like four girls pregnant. I used to have to go out there and just like yell at the boys to get off of the girls, you know, the feral friends. Yeah. Because, you know, they, and then Charlie who died a couple weeks ago, I love Charlie, but my goodness, he was, 
yeah, he was always humping on the girls. And I, <laughs> anyway, we're going to, yes, yeah, so we're, we're probably going to have some babies here before long. And I'm going to have to come up oh, with cool. new names. And oh my God, yeah, it's crazy. Anyway. So friends with benefits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, the, the worst part about it, though, is because they're all kind of inbred, is that most of the kittens end up dying. And, and then, so I'm like finding these little tiny bodies, you know, in my backyard. And like, oh, it's awful. Yeah. But my next door neighbor, um, Shane, he's the son of, of the couple. And he volunteered to, you know, dispose of the bodies or bury them and things like that. So I'm just like, okay, that'd be great because he, he's doing... I don't have a shovel. I have nothing. So, I mean, basically what I've been doing is like throwing them and I know this is awful, but I'll get gloves and I'll, you know, get a shoe box or something. And cause I mean, usually they're pretty small and just put them there and just put it in the trash. I know that's a bad thing to do, but I just, <laughs> I just, what else can you do? I know. And I don't want to have pet cemetery in my backyard. I mean, no, they do, but it's like, okay, that's great, but I'm not going to go there. But anyway, all right, Donna, shut up. Anyway, well, welcome, and thank you so much for agreeing to be interviewed uh, for the Masters edition. Um, you are just recently a Masters runner, right? You're just like, what, 51? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, because, and then Orly will be one this year, right, in July? <laughs> yes, he will. Yeah, all right, good. <laughs> I'm going to wait until his birthday, and then I'm going to interview him, because <laughs> I know he wants to, but... Um, Oh, I know he does. <laughs> so tell me um, about yourself. Tell me about where you're from, how long you've been running, and um, what you do for a living. And yeah, I'll just leave it right there and I'll shut up. Well, I'm originally from Kingsville. And I was born and raised there. I grew up on a farm, which I loved. Um, Right now, well, I met Orly back, uh, I was 26, no, 24. We married when we were 26, and then we moved over here in Mich to Mission. And um, I basically started running a little after, about a year and a half after he started. Wow. So we're we're all kind of new at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm 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 not I'm not uh, I'm not an old uh, old old runner. <laughs> no, no one said you were. No, but I mean, some people. Um, but it's funny because it's like the majority of people that I've talked to um, really just started running in the last you know maybe ten years or so, and you know, kind of yeah. like me, and which I find really sort of comforting because it's like, oh, good. You know? <laughs> so, so when you were a kid, um, you know, in, in, um, in Kingsville, did you, you know, because you said you grew up on a farm, so did you um, do any, you know, kind of activities? You know, were you a, a, an active kid or, you know, what did you do? Oh, yeah, we were very active. We were, so, as soon as the sun would come up during the summer, We'd go out, my my brother and sister and I, and we'd just roam the ranch. And we'd come, come back, eat lunch, take off again, and come back. I mean, we were outside all the time. 
Yeah. That's not, that sounds sort of like me when I was a kid, because I grew up out in the country also. And um, my best friend had this farm and um, this big woods. And we used to just kind of like, I didn't run, you know, obviously, but I, you know, we used to just sort of play in the woods and, and you know, roam around and yeah, it was the same, you know, ride bikes and things like that. So yeah, that sounds, yeah. That sounds very familiar. So yeah, uh, we didn't have the woods. We had fields and uh, there were a lot of animals. Ooh, like what kind? We had uh, Brahma bulls. Uh, our, our neighbor had Brahma bulls, uh, horses, uh, a lot of cows. Yeah. Yeah, I had a friend actually growing up, they had pigs. And I can remember going to visit them. You know, my mom would drop us off at the house and we'd drive down the driveway. And the little piglets would come running up to the car. <laughs> oh, we did have goats. Oh, I love goats. Well, you know how I feel about goats. Yes, they're so and fun. and they were they were they were pretty cool. Yeah, except it's when not... you get them angry. <laughs> That's true. And <laughs> yeah, they charge you when they're babies. <laughs> oh yes, all that jumping and stuff. Oh my goodness, I just. But uh, well, that's that's really cool, though. I mean, it's it's. I think that that you know, childhood definitely shapes us for you know the, the kind of people that we are as adults. At least I like to think that. And uh, it sounds like you had a really cool childhood. Uh, are you the oldest, youngest, middle? I am the oldest, oldest of three. I figured that. Yeah, I'm an oldest too. So, but of two. Yeah, <laughs> we're the responsible ones, by God. <laughs> uh, yes, we are. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Um, and so tell me uh, about your family. I know you're married to Orly. Um, yeah. And kids. We have uh, three little youngins. Well, Hannah is yeah. our oldest. And Hannah is 22. Oh, my God. Then we have our middle, which is Daniel. Daniel's, he'll be 20 this year. Oh, my, oh my God. 20. Can you believe that? No, 20. he's always been this, you know, young teenager to me. <laughs> and then uh, Zara, Zara's going to be 15. Oh my God. Oh yeah, she's got to, she and Orly share a birthday, don't they? They share a birthday, yes they do. Is it July 9th? July the 6th. Okay, shoot, I was close. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh my God, I remember when Z was just little when we all went up to bandera that first time and um oh that was so much fun she enjoyed that yeah she stayed with me and alex in the bunkhouse and she wanted to be with the big girls and i don't even <laughs> i don't know how old she was but she was just so cute and little and yeah your kids are great though you have i mean your family is you know and again i'm not just saying this but yeah your family is just one of my favorite families that i know and um i feel like you know if you know, if we were like, you know, of a of different parents, but still kind of the same family or something, you know? <laughs> it's it's so cool. I I just I really you know all and I, I can remember this when I first met your kids that they're so well behaved and you know not like I mean that but I mean they're very good with like talking to adults because I remember we had a party over at um, Monica's house. I think it was her birthday. Um, Monica now Gallegos and you yes, remember, yeah yes. and I remember talking to your kids and they were just like really like 
speaking like adults and they weren't freaking out, you know, like, oh, God, who wants to talk to adults, you know, because I know sometimes there are certain ages where, you know, nobody wants to be around the adults, you know. <laughs> yeah, they were so good about that. I really enjoyed that. But anyway, okay, enough about that. Um, so yeah, you guys live out in Mission and tell me what you do for a living. Well, uh, I am a biller, medical biller for three OBGYNs here in McAllen. Awesome. Okay, cool. And yeah, and unlike most of the rest of us, you have to go in every day, don't you? Oh, yes, I do. <sighs> but it's okay. Yeah. Uh, we were seeing, we would talk to patients, but now uh, we talk to them over the phone. Oh, that's good. That's it's good. no more person to person, face to face, nothing like that anymore. So they're not doing exams or anything like that now? or? Yeah, they are. They okay. are. Uh, it's, uh, it's selective. Mm. Of course, we have to see our, uh, all our maternity patients. Right. And depending on the severity of, uh, what they're coming in for, if it can be taken care of over via, via tele, televisit, it can, we'll take care of it. If mm -hmm. not, we'll say you have to go come in. Great. So is this hard for you, you know, having to, you know, again, Orly and everybody else, they're, they're home. And, you know, I know he's still teaching um, from home and, you know, the rest of us are home, even though we are working, it's, it's very different. Um, is it, is it difficult for you or does it just sort of feel like, well, this is what I've always been doing and, you know, whatever. Okay, well, I, I just treat it as, you know, I, I gotta go, I gotta go. And, and uh, I just, I just uh, picture them. Okay. They're at school. <laughs> yeah. They're at school. I'm so glad that all three of them are home. Cause uh, yeah. yeah Anna, Hannah's at you. Well, she was like on spring break, right? Yes. Yeah, she was on spring break and she was going to go back. Yeah. And she, she was on the fence whether to go back or not. So she contacted one of her professors and um, they said, well, you know what? The, Kind of looks a little grim. Stay there for now, hmm. and we'll we'll see how it goes. And well, she's been here ever since. That's great, though. Yeah. And then Daniel was going to UTRGV, right? Yes, yes. They're still doing their stuff online. Great. Is UH also? Yes, UH is also doing the online. And then Z. And it's particularly harder for Hannah. Yeah. Uh, because of her major. Yeah, she's an architecture major. Architecture, yes. Yeah. So yeah, the other thing I was just thinking about too is I remember she was doing a, supposed to do a study abroad in, or like an internship or something, right? You know, this summer in Italy. Yes. I guess that's, uh, I don't think that's going to pan out. Yeah. That's too bad. But we have to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, but it's it's got to feel good to have all your kids home. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I know that's really important to you guys and well to anyone. I mean, I think that's been one thing that I've learned about this is that it's it's really important. It, this really has taught us what's really important in life. And um, you know, even though I'm not home with my family, um, you know, up in Ohio, it's still. I mean, it's still okay because I'm still talking to them. You know, like almost every other day and things like that. And uh, yeah, and so I, I just think this is you know, one bright spot about all of this. <laughs> yes, it's uh, a lot of family unity. Yeah, yeah. thank goodness, right? <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, because it could be ugly if you, you know, weren't getting along with your family beforehand, you know, this is either going to make it or break it, you know, so. <laughs> anyway, all right, well, let's talk about your running. Uh, so you hadn't been running that long. Um, what got you into it? Orlando. He mm. pulled me. He pulled me off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so how did it feel at first? At first, it felt a little weird. Hmm. it's like oh my gosh you know trying to get into it if it, it was hard yeah it wasn't like you know oh let me go let me start running oh I did a 5k yada 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 no stopping da, 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 da. nope <laughs> so you actually did some walking too then huh yes oh. but how I started was uh uh by the by our high school over here yeah. It's like it, the little block. So it, it's a mile. The length is, is a mile around. So I would walk one stretch and then run the, the next stretch. Walk another stretch and then run. And then uh, uh, I, would, I would build it up. And I would run half a mile <laughs> and then walk like half a mile. Yeah. And, and just... Just started it that way. Wow, how far you've come. <laughs> I know he he's done like the bulk of the races in the family because somebody has to be home to hold down the fort. And thank God, thank you for that. Um, but I think as Orly says, though, it's like you're really the, the runner in the family, and um, which I think is, is very true. I mean, this is nothing against Orly. Um, but you're kind of natural at this I mean at least from what I've been able to observe this I mean maybe you, you know you had some struggles at the beginning but I mean it seems like this comes fairly easy to you is that right well I I love it yeah. I, don't, I, I, I would say I guess so I don't know <laughs> to me I mean I, I just love to run yeah I don't have to have a race or anything like that I mean I just up and just go <laughs> that's awesome that's 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 really good um yeah I mean like for me it was always a struggle and then all of a sudden one day you know it, it started getting a little less awful <laughs> so, um, so what is your um what's like your favorite race that you've done my favorite one mm -hmm. I hate to say this mm -hmm. Bandera 50k Ooh. Uh, what was that <laughs> Um, I remember that one. I think I did the 25K that year. Yes, you did. And honestly, mm. with 10 miles in, I wanted to get out. I wanted to stop. Why? Uh, I had no idea what Orlando signed me up for. <laughs> Sounds typical. Sounds typical, yep, yep, yep. And uh, after that, I'm like, I didn't drive all this way just to quit. So that was, and that was your first fifty k too, right? That was my first fifty k. Oh my god, what a bad one to start with. <laughs> I don't know. I I struggle with that race whenever I do it. <laughs> my hats off to you for that. I I guess he probably thought, well, if that's the toughest one, just toss her in there. Might might as well. Yeah. No. I mean, that's good. I mean, he knows what he's doing and. Well, you were, you were, I think, didn't he pace you for that or something or kind of yes. run it with you? Yeah. And I yeah, think he ran it with me. 
Yeah, I don't think it was all sunshine and flowers though the whole time, am I right? No, it was not. <laughs> Tell me a little bit more about that. Man, um, the steep rocks, hills. Yeah. He, he just kept on saying, don't look up, don't look up, don't look up. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, so there I was just climbing, there we were. Oh my God. So why do you like, why did you like that one so much? Uh, I got through it. Mm. Uh, it, it uh, showed me that I could get through, I guess, any race. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's a humdinger for a first 50K. And thank goodness that year you didn't have the mud. <laughs> that's what he was saying. Wait, yeah. Because, yeah, the first time I did the 50K, that was the year before. And, yeah, it was just mud fest from hell. So, and then I think it was cold, but it was nice. Yeah, I think that was the year I ran with the little kid, the, 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 the 11 year old one. That was probably good. Yes, that was the year. Yeah, and that was also the year I think Walmsley, um, Jim Walmsley came in and I saw him finish you know, the hundred K in like seven and a half hours or something, you know? And so, yeah, no. And I mean, that was exciting. I mean, I was so excited for you. Um, you know, when you, you know, knowing that you finished and, uh, you know, you, you did great. You had a really good finishing time as I recall. What was that? Like seven something or? No, I did that one in nine hours. Okay. That's not bad. That's <laughs> really a it's better than any time I've ever done the 50k out there. So no, that's good. So, um, so what, what is your, um, what's your favorite distance? My favorite distance. <laughs> I would have to say a 50k. Mm -hmm. Right there with you. <laughs> yeah. And because? Because, uh, uh well, Cause I, I, I like, I like the 50 K. Mm. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I, I like doing the hundred milers. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but the hundred milers are longer. <laughs> more time. It's less than a 50 K, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think the, I don't know, for me, the 50 K is like such a, a great distance, you know, for, you know, me and, and I don't know if this, this holds true for you, but it's just like, this is where your endurance really comes through. And, you know, like in my case, I don't really think about the first half of the 50 K. I, I don't, I'm not looking at my watch going, Oh my God, are we there yet? You know, instead I just, you know, the strategy I've employed is just to kind of wait until about the midway point and then the race starts and then I'm, then I'm okay. Um, I've never DNF'd one either, so thank God. <laughs> but, awesome. Yeah, thanks. I know it's like God knows I've DNF'd enough other things, but uh, yeah, but yeah, I think I think I agree with you about that one. So tell me about your hundred milers. How many have you done? I've done three hundred milers, <sighs> and uh, and they're all at the snowdrop, correct? All at snowdrop. Okay, tell, uh, when tell, I, tell us about that. Yeah. When I did the first one, uh, Orlando and I ran it together. Mm -hmm. And I, I felt pretty good. Mm -hmm. 
So describe what Snowdrop is just for people that might be listening that don't really know what we're talking about. It's a foundation uh, that they uh, help out uh, kids with uh, um, actually the siblings that have cancer. They help them out uh, with the donations and everything for, for scholarships. Okay. And uh, it's a very emotional race. Mm-hmm. Very emotional. Because uh, you have uh, pictures oh. all around that, that uh, little course. Mm-hmm. It's a point, uh, point seven. Yeah. Little loop. And they have the pictures of the survivors, the ones that have passed on. It's, it's emotional. Yeah. And you have to do 145 laps to conquer your, your 100 miles. Yes, within 55 hours. Within 55 hours. And you haven't really done much sleeping on these either, have you? No, no. <laughs> you just I just on. I just get up and I just go. Yeah. I admire that. So how do you, what is your mental game on something like that? Because, you know, again, I'm going to be attempting that, God willing, this year. Um, you know, in December, I mean, I tried it again a year ago, uh, December and kind of gave up, but so what is your mental game on that one? Basically, I, basically I just tell myself, you can do it. You're going to finish, just go. Mm -hmm. And that, that's just, and, uh, that's what I do. And that's what I, I tell myself, you're not, you're not going to quit. You're just going to go. Just keep yeah. going. Just keep going. That's great. That's a, <laughs> I know. I, it was fun for me this year because I was doing the relay, as you know, and um, it was really fun to watch like some of the, the new guys like uh, Luis and Carlos and um, even Orly, you know, finish, you know, and, and, and like a couple of those guys went and slept for a while and then they came back and, and finished. And I, I think that might be my strategy this year because I just don't know that I can do it all in one go. And um, <laughs> just because I'm weak. <laughs> You're not weak. <laughs> I don't know if I'm weak, but it's just like, I, I saw what they were doing. I think, I think the thing with that one is not to worry about your finishing time. I think that oh, was, no. uh-uh. yeah. See, and that was one of the problems I had with it. The first time I did it was like, I was so frustrated how long it took me to get to the 50 mile part. And I was just like, Oh my God, you know, this is going to be so embarrassing, but you can't think about it like that. You know, and it's because it's, it's just a real different kind of race. And so I just, but it was, it was kind of a teaching moment for me or a learning moment, you know, to see those guys and you guys finish, you know, and, and it was really cool to, to be there when everyone, I got to see all of you guys finish this time. And, um, yeah, so it, it's, yeah, so I want to try to employ, I'm going to try to channel my inner Kathy this time. <laughs> oh my God. So what's the hardest race you've ever done? Uh, the hardest one is the 100 miler. Yeah. This particular yeah. year, this past year? At, at this past year, I think was the hardest for me. Okay. Why? Yeah. Because I was so crabby. I don't know why in the world that was crabby. I didn't say anything. Nope. <laughs> you were, I was so surprised. I was like, how did this happen? Yeah, you because know, you were such a sunny person. You know, you were just one of the loveliest people I know. And I was, I was kind of glad in the way, I mean, not like glad, but 
we were like, wow, she's just like the rest of us. <laughs> I don't know, the there was a full moon or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was because we were going into 2020 and look where we are now. <laughs> it was a harbinger. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I just can't wait for this year to be over. <laughs> and it's like, oh. I know, I know. At least this month seems to have gone a little faster. It's very fast. Oh, March just took like five years. It was just, oh, but yeah, I, I, oh, man. So how's the running during this time? I mean, how are you training or what are you, are you training for anything right now? No, I'm not training for anything. Um, I think it's, it's been harder just to get out and run. Yeah. It's the, 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 I don't, I guess the, the mood is depressing mm -hmm. of everything that's going on. And when you do go out, there's a lot of people that are not very smart <laughs> around here. They're everywhere. Yeah. Oh, and then I think we're also, at least in my case, and I'm sure this is happening with y'all is that you're seeing a lot of people out there that normally aren't out there. I don't, yes. know, I don't know where these people would, where they were before, but it's like, I get kind of, I get crabby when I see them on the trails and stuff. Cause it's like, Oh, this was my place. No, <laughs> I know that's selfish and illogical, but it just makes it stressful. You know, it, it, it is hard. Very, very stressful. Even around uh, our neighborhood here, mm -hmm. you go out and I'm like, Oh my God, we're, there's 30 people walking around here. <sighs> I know everybody's where did y'all come from <laughs> I know y'all never do this <laughs> exactly and it's like I mean I'm, on one hand it's like okay this is great yay people are getting active but on the other hand you're like geez can't you go somewhere else you know but it's just because everything's closed and there's nothing else to do and you know it, it it's hard and, and I can remember there was like this thing going around Twitter uh, a few weeks ago and it was all these Italian mayors that were just like yelling at you know the camera and their constituents it's like and this one guy was he was complaining he's like okay I, you know I run marathons I've been a runner for like 20 years and suddenly everyone's a marathoner you know and <laughs> you know what is this about you know it's, it, was, it was really funny I thought god you're right you know it's so true and I mean, like this, this morning, uh, I managed, God, you know, and it felt like a marathon, but it was only eight miles, but it was like, I ran from my house, you know, through the neighborhood and stuff. I don't know why I don't, it, it's hard, you know, it's hard to get your pace, you know, cause you have to stop for traffic and, yes. um, and the sidewalks are cracked and, you know, sometimes I try to run on the street, but it's, you know, it, it's still, bleh, you know, I still, you know, so then I'm like, geez, okay, well that took forever, you know? <laughs> I guess you just have to kind of throw your expectations out the window and just be glad that you're doing something. And yeah. Uh, yes. Have you, because we are talking about being a master's runner um, and I know you're still kind of a newbie at this, but have you found any um, benefits or, and or challenges to being a master's runner? Mm, not really. Yeah. You I haven't found don't. any challenges yet. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. You probably will find as you, you know, God, God help us all. I, I really as, as, uh, as I, as we grow older, mm. 
Yes. No, finding finding challenges as we grow older. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know sometimes when I'm doing those night races, you know, the Captain Carl's like, <laughs> you know, because I'm a few years older than you, and and so <laughs> I'm out there, and it's like Colorado Bend State Park, you know, and it's like midnight or something, and I'm you know 12 miles in, you know, on a 19 miler or something, and on these horrible rocks and stuff and I'm like looking up at the sky thinking why am I doing this this is like the dumbest thing ever you know what are my peers doing right now you know and it's like they're sitting at home with their kids and grandkids or whatever and you know going to bed at a normal <laughs> but the truth of it is I wouldn't change anything you know I mean actually night trail runs are the only way you'll get me to or, or working an aid station. I mean, that's about the only way you'll get me to stay up all night because I've never been one of those kind of people. But um, yeah, and I guess you haven't done you know, enough of these types of races yet where you place. Have you had no, you place? No. Yeah, okay. Because that, that was the one thing I discovered. It's <laughs> like first few times I started doing these. And even now, I mean, I, I, I will end up placing in my age group or in masters. And it's like, dang you know I mean sometimes it feels like you know, <laughs> I yeah, it just feels like you're sort of in a, a special group or whatever but uh yeah it, it's it's that's one of my one of the benefits I've discovered is that there's not a lot of us out there um no and and honestly um uh, the night trail races mm -hmm. kind of give me ugh, the heebie-jeebies <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I mean well, and as I get older, my eyesight, God, this sounds like I'm some buddy's grandma, but you know, which I'm not, but, <laughs> but yeah, the night trail races, I, I'm, I'm starting to enjoy less just because my eyesight is getting worse. And, and it's like, oh God, I don't want to be, you know, falling. I mean, Lord knows falling is just sort of, you know, comes with the territory, but oh my God. Yeah. It's so, but at the same time, I'm sitting here now because I didn't get to do any of them last year. I was so excited for this summer, because I, I was I was ready to do the 30k series, you know, in, uh -huh. in an effort to kind of get ready for you know this winter, you know, and God knows what's going to happen. It's like I don't want to run at night in San Antonio by myself. I mean, you know, it, it's it, I think that's been the thing that's taken the most fun out of you know everything with this um, pandemic. It's just not being able to run with my friends. You know, I can't have you and Orly up. For a weekend to go you know run at power lines or something like that and anyway i'm sorry i'm rambling again no i'm fine um is there anything else you want to add um you know to this interview i know I've, I've gone a little longer than i promised you and i didn't mean to do that but i talk a lot <laughs> but you already know <laughs> Any advice for, for women, you know, approaching the master's age that may not be runners yet, but might be contemplating it? Just do it. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't contemplate it. Just, just do it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I mean, I think, you know, again, if, if not, you're on the fence about it, don't get off that fence and just do it. Right. And I think that's a really good, that's a very good piece of advice. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's ever too late to start running and, um, and no, it's not. Knows, we're perfect examples of this. And, um, I, you know, I kind of embrace my, I, you know, I, for a long time after I turned 50, it was tough. It was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know about this. You know, I don't like admitting I'm this old, but you know, 
I think being a master's runner has kind of helped me embrace it. And it's like, I run into these other ladies that are even older than me and, you know, they're out there doing this stuff. And um, it kind of makes me feel like I'm part of this really cool club. <laughs> yeah. And like, I know? mean, running that you don't, you don't, running doesn't have an age. Yeah. And, you know, and again, when you think about your peers and stuff, it's like, well, there's not a lot of us out there, but you know what? I'm a, tra <laughs> literally a trailblazer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. All right, Miss Kathy, it has been such a pleasure to talk to you and um, tell your kids I said hi. And um, I can't wait to see you guys um, in person. I know. I definitely I know. I just, I just can't wait to see you too. I know, I know. We need to do, we'll do another group phone call here very soon and uh, we can you know, joke around and have fun and, and all that. And Orly and his laugh, um, <laughs> which I always, <laughs> I hear that in my mind's ear, you know, sometimes I'm, oh, <laughs> like one of my favorite things. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you guys are two of my favorite people and um, I just can't wait to see you guys soon. So anyway. Same here. We love you, girl. Oh, thank you so much. Love you too. And um, listen, we'll talk again soon. All right. Thank you so much okay. for doing this. All right. I'll see you later. Alrighty. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, there you have it. That was my interview with Kathy. Um, a lot of fun. It's, you know, it, it's, it's fun interviewing people that I know, although I do enjoy interviewing people that I don't know. So um, if you want to be included in the master's edition, please let me know. Um, you can leave me a message uh, through Anchor. Um, you can email me or message me through Facebook. Um, lots of ways to find me. I'm not that hard to find. I did get a message uh, over the weekend or last week from a guy in uh, Atlanta. And I will be in touch with you soon because I want to include you in a uh, group interview. We'll probably pick some sort of topic and we'll talk about it. And <clears throat> that'll probably be recorded in a couple of weeks, something like that. Um, as for me, my running this week hasn't been bad. I've forced myself out the door. Um, I mean, I'm, I've only gotten like about 17 or 18 miles in, okay, so don't get excited. But, you know, without having a lot, you know, a big, huge goal right now, that's not bad. And, and again, it just takes a lot of mental energy to get through every day. So kind of happy about, you know, I, I did like three, three milers. And then this morning I did almost an eight miler, which I don't know, it's hard running in my neighborhood because, you know, you've got cracked sidewalks, you've got dogs that are barking and you're not sure if they're secured or not. And so you're just kind of always slowing down just a little bit. Um, although I always try to charm the dogs by telling them how how handsome or beautiful they are and they seem to smile and enjoy that I mean it's you know dog smiles um <laughs> not crazy not really um yeah and then the other funny thing today on that run uh I ran up to almost Martin Luther King uh Jr. Park and then um came back and then I went back through my usual neighborhood but so I got about like just shy of eight miles and um, yeah, it felt pretty good. And uh, <laughs> I, I made this Clorox wipe <clears throat> out of like paper towel with just like uh, a lot of that Clorox spray, you know, the bleach spray on it and put it in a little Ziploc um, bag that was, you know, like those snack bags. And I kept that in my handheld container or, you know, my pocket 
and uh, I went up to uh, the Southside Lions Park near my house to refill my bottle. And so I very carefully wiped down the um, the spigot for the water as well as the button that you have to push to refill the water. Um, you know, just because I'm a little paranoid. And plus, my sister would kill me if I didn't do that. In fact, she tells me, don't do that. I'm just like, dude, sometimes you just gotta, sometimes you just gotta go to the water fountain, okay? And anyway, I saw this girl and she was uh, finishing her run and she just looked like she was all happy and she was just bubbly and bouncing around and she was coming near me and, um, and I'm like, do you want, would you like this Clorox wipe? <laughs> She's like, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> I don't know. It was just sort of a moment and it just kind of felt good. It almost felt normal again in some ways. Um, you know, cause I do, I miss being around other people and, and, um, you know, running with friends. I mean, it's, it's a good motivator and I have to, I'm going to give a shout out to my friend Dora because Dora set up these virtual Sunday runs, uh, for us. We used to, I've occasionally run with her. She's so much fun. I just love her. And I, unfortunately, I just wasn't always able to run in the groups, but uh, we've run together a few times. And so she started these virtual Sunday runs. And so we just post something on this Facebook group that we're in about what our runs are and everything. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that, you know, on a normal Sunday, I would probably just be like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I, I really wanted to get in eight today. And this sort of gave me like some motivation, I guess, to, to, you know, get off my butt and actually put in the mileage and feel like I had a purpose for it. And so I appreciate that, Dora. And, um, yeah, so, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. No, nothing, <laughs> no other races canceled or anything else. Uh, you know, like I said last week, I'm going to be doing the Sugar Badger half marathon next month, um, you know, we just have to kind of take it, you know, as we go. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with the Captain Carl's race. I mean, I'm sure um, Brad, the race director, is keeping an eye on things. And, you know, I, I, I really hope we don't have to do that virtually because I don't know that I can do a night race virtually because I can't be trusted. <laughs> or I just don't really want to run by myself in the dark, even though I usually am. But it's just somehow the comfort of knowing that other people are out there with you is sort of helpful. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that's basically it. School is out this week. Thank God. Well, not really. I mean, I'm going to miss it because I kind of look forward to these Zoom meetings that we're having. And, you know, they, they turn into these kind of like mini therapy sessions for us. It's like we, we kind of all jump in there and just talk about stuff, you know, and, and people are, you know, people are going through some extraordinary stuff. Some people are working still. Some people are, you know, caring for children that they normally wouldn't be caring for. Um, and, you know, sometimes internet connections are really dodgy. And so it's, it's, it's a challenge. And, you know, on top of that, I am the advisor for the student magazine at Anm San Antonio, and we are still trying to finish it. It's, um, it's been kind of a Herculean um, challenge for a lot of reasons. I mean, this just did not help at all. And, um, but we've been having, you know, maybe twice weekly meetings and, um, just trying to stay the course and get this thing done. Um, it's certainly not what we were hoping would be, you know, we wanted to, you know, have a big splash and have a you know party and all this sort of stuff. But, you know, the fact that we we're able to even 
to say, you know what, we're just going to stay the course and, and push through. And it's kind of like doing an ultra in a way. So um, I'm very proud of those those kids for, for sticking with it. And, you know, I, I am very happy for the other advisors that I'm working with on this. Um, you know, we're, we're going to get this thing done. So, um, but we're also going to have it online. So I'll make sure you guys know where that is. Uh, the magazine is called El Espejo. And, oh, yeah, also we won like four first place awards uh, for last year's issue in the Texas Intercollegiate Press Association contest, which is sort of like, if you live in Texas, it's called UIL. And it's sort of like these uh, contests on site where you, for high school kids, um, where they all compete against each other for, you know, in various disciplines. Um, this one is for college students, and uh, it's all about journalism. And our issue last year, we won um, four first place and uh, one second place and one third place. So yeah, it was it was really good. I mean, I was really proud of that. And um, anyway, I know this is not really running related, but I just thought I'd share that with you anyway. Um, so <laughs> that's all I've got for now. I'll see you next time. Yeah.